Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Show. I appreciate all of you. Hope you're having a good Friday as we roll into Easter weekend. Going to be at the ballpark a decent amount over Easter weekend. Uh, but uh, I look forward to uh, spending some time with family. Thanks for all the birthday wishes. I didn't even mention it on yesterday's show. It was my birthday. I appreciate all of you, especially you guys on YouTube. You are my favorite. Click like and subscribe uh, and make sure that you never miss a moment of Outkick the Show or a lot of our other programming that I think many of you will be enjoying to be sure. Now, we've got a lot of stories to dive into here on this Good Friday, and I'm going to start with this. Uh, I don't know how many of you have watched Riley Gaines be attacked in a speech that she was giving in California. Riley Gaines, for those of you who do not know, uh, she's been on OutKick shows. She's been on Clay and Buck. She is a former University of Kentucky women's swimmer. Um, she swam against Leah Thomas. She is an elite swimmer uh, who spent her entire life training to be an elite swimmer. And she is one of the few women's athletes who has come out and said, this is flat out not right. It isn't right for women to decide that they have to compete against men, especially when those men, again, are just identifying as women. The Leah Thomas situation, she swam against Leah Thomas. And of course, you'll recall that Leah Thomas was formerly a male swimmer named Will Thomas and changed his name to Leah and became one of the best women's swimmers. So Riley Gaines doesn't have a radical position here. She is just traveling around college campuses and speaking out in favor of women's athletics being made up of actual women. This isn't remotely controversial. I have been on this for years because I've seen where we were headed, that this was the natural outgrowth of the trans agenda. At some point, it moves from inclusivity. Let me be clear about this. If you're an adult and you want to identify as a different gender, I don't care. It doesn't really impact me in any way. But at some point, your demand for inclusivity leads to excluding others. And that is what we are seeing with men who are deciding to identify as women. They now are excluding women from being able to compete and win championships in women's sports. All Riley Gaines is saying is women's sports should be made up of women. Same day that she is speaking in California, by the way, the Biden administration comes out and says Title IX, which was initially designed to ensure that women's athletes got equal resources and opportunities on college campuses as male athletes. Remember, this is why uh, the number of scholarships that a university gives has to be relatively even based on the population of the undergrad population in general. And given that 85 scholarships every year go to men for football, 
Women get scholarships at very high rates because the number of scholarships have to be even. That's basically what Title IX says. Now the Biden administration, and this is important, has defined Title IX to include gender identity, meaning that men who have decided they identify as women now are included under Title IX. And so the Biden administration is saying, you can't even have a ban and say women's athletics is for women and men's athletics is for men. You have to look at all of these on an individual basis. And therefore, men whose gender identity as female are now included under Title IX. So men have so taken over women's athletics that the Biden administration is now saying women are not only to be protected by Title IX, men who identify as women are also to be protected. They are, this is a radical proposition. And so for everybody out there thinking about this, Riley Gaines goes to this college campus. She talks about it. She's attacked by a violent mob of trans-supporting activists. And every woman needs to speak out on this and say that flat out, this is unacceptable. And this is not a challenge. Uh, I want to dive in here and, uh, and read some of the responses that we are seeing out there. Um, and I give credit to Sage Steele and to Sam Ponder for speaking out. Here's what Sage Steele tweeted at ESPN. Are there any other women with public platforms willing to stand up for Riley Gaines and the millions of female athletes or do we only stand up for those who fit certain certain narratives? Ladies, where are you? Media, Hollywood, hello. We must come together on this. And also, Sam Ponder says, and she's also at ESPN, I give both these women credit, just wow. Yes, Riley. So many of us are cheering you on. I imagine this has felt lonely at times. And I'm genuinely sorry for my own cowardice in not speaking out sooner. Stay strong, sister. Um, and this continues, obviously, with Sage Steele. Uh, you have more people than you know supporting you and standing up to this madness, building on what Megyn Kelly said. Uh, and Megyn Kelly said, these insane lunatics attacked Riley Gaines for speaking up about women's rights. Riley tied with Leah Thomas, a man pretending to be a woman in the NCAA competition. This is sick and infuriating. They must be fought. They must be defeated. Um, and look, I give credit to Megan Kelly, to Sam Ponder, to, uh, to Riley Gaines, to, uh, to uh, certainly Sage Steele, everybody out there who are now women that are speaking out here. But ultimately, this is going to have to be a women's fight because I've been fighting on this for as long as basically anybody has, because I saw it coming. I saw that the trans agenda was going to require that men identifying as women be accepted completely as women, or and for purposes of athletics and everything else, or they would call you anti-trans. That's why I want to be straightforward here. I'm not anti-trans. I don't have a problem. I think I wish a lot of these people didn't have mental health issues, which I think they do. And I wish that a lot of these people were not so profoundly unhappy. But my perspective on this is not particularly complicated. 
if you're over the age of 18 and you want to identify as a different gender, you want to wear clothes differently, you even want to have surgery to change your gender, I'm not opposed to you being able to make that choice as an adult, okay? I think that should be your right. I believe in personal autonomy and freedom. But I also don't believe that kids under the age of 18 should be having hormone treatments uh, to stop puberty and that they should be having gender reassignment surgeries and all of these things. I don't support that. I don't think that is right. Uh, I believe that there's a reason we don't want kids under 18 getting tattoos. There's a reason we don't let kids under 18 vote. There's a reason you can't drink beer until you're 21. There's a reason that you can't rent a car until you're 25. There are lots of things. There's a reason why, by and large, age of consent in this country is somewhere around 18 years old. There is a reason that we do not allow young people under than 18 to have every right under the sun. And that is because we, as a society, have reasonably and rationally determined that we believe there are some things that kids are not prepared to. Heck, it's why there is a juvenile justice system in general. Uh, and so this idea that there is a mess associated with, uh, with this or that somehow it's anti-trans and unacceptable to allow this to occur is, to me, a fundamental failure of us as American society. That's what I believe. That, that, that's how I would assess this in general as you break down all of this. Also, I've seen it in the world of sports coming for some time. Men can't compete against women. I, you might have seen me on Fox News earlier today talking about this. You might have heard me talking about it on Clay and Buck. Men are bigger, stronger, and faster than women. Men are better athletes than women. It's not me being sexist. That's a biological reality. Men are going to win every women's sporting event if men are allowed to compete against women. And so that is why this cannot be permissible. And that's why we need lots of women to stop being afraid of being labeled anti-trans and to speak out. I mean, think about where we are. This very week, Nike paid a dude to wear a sports bra and women's pants and pretend to be a woman. And Riley Gaines got attacked on a college campus for being an actual woman and speaking out and saying that women should not be competing against men in athletics. This is a big deal. This goes to the very foundation of where we are headed because if you are going to be required to sell and say an objective why, that is that someone who is male and identifies as woman is not a real woman, okay? They are pretending. They can pretend just like you can pretend to be a vampire if you want to be. But I'm not required to believe in your pretending, okay? Biology is real. Doctors assign sex not based on their choice at birth, but based on what the gender of a child is. This is not complicated. This is not difficult. This is real. This is the essence of the battle that we are in now between truth and insanity, between those who would tell you that men can decide to identify as women and become women's champions. And it's time. It's a time for choosing. If you are involved in sports 
you should have to answer the question, should men be able to compete in women's sports if those men identify as women? My answer is no. I've been giving the same answer for years. Vast majorities of the American public, particularly sports fans, agree with me. If you disagree, you should have to speak out and explain why. I give credit to Riley Gaines. She is an actual hero. Think about what it says that Riley Gaines is not being paid by Nike or Bud Light to advocate for women, despite the fact that she is an actual women's athlete. But instead, men identifying as women are, this is woman face, this is modern day blackface. Men are pretending to be women and being rewarded for it, being paid millions of dollars. It's just flat out wrong. Hey, Clay Travis here. We'll be right back. But first, here's a word. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Uh, Brooks Kepka, Masters is ongoing. I know many of you will be watching the Masters this weekend. I will be among them. Brooks Kepka on fire in what could be a big moment for Live Golf because he's been on the Live Golf Tour. Brooks Kepka has surged out to minus 12. He shot minus uh, five and minus seven uh, in the first two days. Another good round. Second place right now, Sam Bennett, an amateur. He's at minus eight. He is in the clubhouse. Uh, the two of them are in the lead. Uh, John Rahm, who I gambled on to win, is at minus seven. Uh, and then you have a bunch of guys at six, at five, at four. Phil Mickelson has had a really good tournament so far. He's at minus four. He's going to be in the top 15-ish uh, as we come down the home stretch. Many of you care about Tiger Woods. This is as we are speaking right now. Tiger Woods through seven. He's at plus one on the day, just underneath the cut that a lot of people gambled on whether or not Tiger Woods will make the cut. Uh, so the cut is at plus two. Tiger fighting to get his way into the weekend. Rory McIlroy has been a disaster. He was one of the favorites coming into this tournament. He has fallen all the way to plus five. He will not uh, be making, Rory McIlroy will not, will not be making uh, the cut. Bubba Watson, very poor performance from him at plus seven. Uh, so that is how we would uh, break down things going forward. Hope all of you are enjoying the Masters so far. Uh, Nashville. I want to talk about this for a minute. 
um, as we go into the weekend. It has been almost two weeks since there were three young children at a religious elementary school murdered and three adults murdered there too by a trans shooter, a trans mass murderer. They also just found in Colorado another trans mass shooter who was preparing to go kill a lot of people. I would just point out the language that is being used by Democrats to convince trans people that they are being erased, that there is a genocide being perpetrated against them, is encouraging these trans people to rise up and engage in acts of violence. I'll just point it out. We still do not have the trans shooters manifesto, which we were told we were going to be able to see. This manifesto, it has been nearly two weeks since the trans shooter was thankfully killed by responding Nashville police officers. Why do we not still have that trans manifesto? I ask because the Biden administration has mostly pretended that six Christians were not murdered based on, I believe, a targeting of them for their Christian identity. Kamala Harris is traveling to Nashville now, not to aid in comforting the six that were murdered. Of course, Joe Biden still hasn't made it here because it was a trans shooter, but to focus on a battle inside of the Tennessee legislature. So number one, the most important thing that can happen as a result of this shooting is the Transgender Shooters Manifesto must be released and it must be released now. Second part of this, there was an expulsion of two different Tennessee Democrats from the Tennessee legislature last night. I believe uh, that the, well, let me give you a backstory because a lot of you don't know the backstory, that three Tennessee members of the Democrat Party in the State House took over the legislative floor for 45 minutes in violation of rules and shut down all actions and activities that could occur in the House as a result. This is the Tennessee State Legislature. That is a flagrant violation. Speaker Cameron Sexton came on the Clay and Buck show today to explain that has never happened before in the 200 plus year history of the Tennessee Legislature. No members have ever taken over with bullhorns the, uh, the, the legislature for 45 minutes and not allowed activity to occur. Those members were protesting, demanding gun control be passed in the wake of the school shooting. Uh, there were lots of people also who were protesting inside of the Tennessee State Capitol. It became a chaotic situation. Frankly, there were some comparisons, I think, justified to January 6th and what happened there. Okay, so... Cameron Sexton decides, uh, along with uh, most of the members of the Tennessee House Republican Caucus, that they are going to expel those three Democrats. They voted on that last night. Two expulsions occurred. A woman was allowed to remain a member by one vote. White woman survives. Two black guys are expelled. By the way, they can almost immediately return as members. It's not like they are expelled forever, right? They haven't been banned. They can be reelected. They can return. They violated rules. Several Republicans made the choice not to expel the white woman. I think that was a mistake. If you're going to expel these individuals, vote for all three or vote for none of them to be expelled. They all committed the same basic violation. 
So if you're not going to vote for uh, the white woman to be expelled, I don't think you should vote for the black guys to be expelled. Similarly, if you're going to vote for the black guys, you should vote for the white woman too. I think this was a miscalculation. I think the fact that anybody changed their vote was an error. Either you believe they deserve to be expelled or you believe they don't. I think trying to split the baby, so to speak here, was a recipe for disaster. But I'm less concerned by this by far than I am the fact that we still have not had the release of the transgender manifesto. Again, you can believe, hey, they should have never been expelled. You can believe, hey, they should have been expelled. I'm fine with either argument, but I think all three of them should have had the same fate one way or the other. That to me seems very rational based on the facts that are at play here. Now, I definitely think it's amazing that Democrats are now in the same week where Donald Trump was charged with a felony and the Democrat Party try is trying to put him in prison, that they would then say, oh, these Tennessee Democrats being expelled for a short period of time is a direct threat to our democracy. They can come right back. They're hardly going to miss anything at all. If anything, this vote just made them martyrs. But in the process, we still don't have the manifesto. And in the same week where Donald Trump was charged with a bogus felony and they're trying to put him in prison to argue that there's somehow some existential threat to democracy going on in Tennessee is a dishonest and frankly embarrassing take for anyone to adopt. All right. Happy Easter, happy Passover, whatever your religious faith is. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I am Clay Travis, DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I will be back with you Monday, and I may be on television tonight on Fox News. Thank you all.